Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about long-distance relationships and the reason why is uh, a message here that says, Hi Niall, I met a really wonderful guy on the internet a while ago. He works in London. He is single and I'm divorced with a child. Uh, I won't lie to you to say it's been difficult conducting a relationship during the lockdown since we met last year. I've been over a few times and he's been over here twice. But like me, he leads a busy life. I'm a nurse in Ireland and work unusual shifts that can be difficult. But I'll be honest, we both make really big sacrifices to spend hours on FaceTime and on the phone. At the moment, he's in a really good job and can't leave. And I'm in a good position. The HSE is a staff nurse and I don't want to leave either. Although I know I could get a job in the NHS if I looked hard enough. Anyway, it looks like it'll be a few years before this relationship will be solid. Uh, he has his own house just outside London London, and I rent in Dublin. I wonder if any of your listeners have had long distance relationships and do they work long term? I mean, I love him to bits and I know he loves me, but the frustration of not being together is killing us. Thank you, Niall. Now, I don't know whether anybody there has had experience with a long distance relationship and does it work. Have you met somebody online, maybe in another part of the world? Or maybe you hooked up with somebody, you met them in Dublin, they were tourism, or you were away on holidays and you met somebody and you ended up marrying them. Does it work out? How do you conduct that relationship? And how do you set, I mean, you've got to set some guidelines. And I was looking at, you know, some of the advice online and they say you have to set an end date. In other words, if, you know, they live in London and you live in Dublin, you've got to set an end date where you want to be together. Because you can't just keep going on and on and on and saying, yeah, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. I know I'm in that position. I've been in that position. So you have to set an end date. You have to set a point where this can't go on any longer than this point. We've got to be together. Even if there is some sort of financial distress because of it, or you have to take a little bit of a change in career or a change in lifestyle. Love is much more important, much more important than any job. Trust me, it is much more important. Finding the person that supports you, that loves you, that will do anything for you and that you will do anything for them and you love them is much more important than listening to a boss whining every day of the week. Trust me, it is much more important. Doing stuff together, even though you're apart. In other words, you know, trying to do things together, listening to music together online, you know, chatting to each other all night on the phone. Those kind of things are really important to keep the connectivity. Making plans. In other words, making sure you go on a holiday together. That's really important. You know what I mean? Those kind of things are really important. Being confident about the relationship and not be negative about it. Those things work. And stick into a schedule. In other words, timing matters, especially, you know, I suppose when time is precious. In other words, you're communicating. If you're in a long distance relationship, if you're saying you're going to ring somebody at three o'clock, you ring them at three o'clock. You try your best not to let anything get in the way of that conversation because that conversation is part of your relationship and it's important. More important than anybody else's because you're long distance relationship. But do long distance relationships work? Studies say that they can and that they do. Um, sometimes better than ordinary relationships, provided eventually you get what you want and you get your end goal. I want to know your experience. Have you been in a long-distance relationship? And I'm sure if you're in a long-distance relationship over the last year and a half, it's been really tough because, of course, of the lockdowns. And you haven't, particularly if it's somebody in another country, you haven't been able to travel to the other country to see them. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Can long-distance relationships work? What should this girl do? Continue on this path? Or I know there are people out there who say, no, Give it up. Don't even bother trying. It's not going to work. Too difficult. Too much hassle. Let me know what you think. Gina, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Gina? 
It's been nice, nice. I, I was going to say, I was going to say it's been nice. It has been nice. Yes, I don't like listening to people coming on and have me on in ages. You should come on more often. I know. <laughs> I know. I just haven't been. I've been busy. I've been busy. <laughs> I know. We all need busy lives, Gina. So, Gina, I mean, I mean, were you in a long distance relationship? I was. About eight, nine years ago, I was seeing a guy from Scotland okay. in Aberdeen. And um, when uh, we were together for about a year, now he moved over here for a couple of months. He got homesick. I moved over there for a couple of months. I had no kids at the time. And I got homesick. Um, I, just, I don't think they work because like, at the start, I was kind of like on the phone constantly, you know, at the time it was um, Facebook chats and stuff like that. Um, because to, to ring it was expensive back then, but I just think that it just it didn't really it didn't work. Like it was kind of like once a month where we try I get over to him or he get over to me or yeah. you know something like that. Um, but it didn't work in the end. Like there was no going to budge on it in any. And did you love him? Did you love him? Um. Did you think you loved back, him at the time? Did yes. You? Yes, yeah. at the time I think I did. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and you think he felt the same way about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the time, yeah. Okay, but well, then why? Well, then why not make the commitment? Well, then why not make the commitment? If you felt this is the thing, and he felt this is the thing, why did one of you at some point not say, "Well, look, let's cement this. One of us is going to have to move." Yeah, I know. I just, you know, we did talk about, it, and we did try it. But it just it just didn't work. Like like he came over here and then couldn't get a job. And then I, at the time I was an accountant, so when I was over there, I got a job within two weeks. I was working for Aberdeen Valve Supplies. Okay. Um, as an accountant with them, and um, but then I came home for like my thirtieth, and then I came home for Christmas, and I was just like, now it's a different type of life, and you know it's just. I just missed being home then. So you were so homesick. That was kind of putting a downer on me. Yeah. yeah, I was putting a downer on the relationship with me living over there as well. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you know, it just didn't work. It didn't work. Now we're friends now. Like we still chat every now and again and stuff like that. He knows I get married next year. He's delighted for me. Blah blah blah. I've got kids and all now since then and stuff like that. And so as he he's moved on, he's met a girl as well over there. And um, so like. Things just didn't work out that well, way, and I just well, look, I just it was, it was nice. I mean, it is nice, and I know you're finding it difficult because you're in the car driving at the moment. But it is, it is nice that you could stay friends and you remained friends. I mean, oh yeah, that's no, a I'm good thing. All my exes, I don't hold grudges or any of that crap. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I see them, I say hi, and that's it, you know, or hello on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I don't hold grudges or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not one of them types. <laughs> okay, so what advice would you give to somebody else? Would you say, look, don't bother; it's not going to work. I could be, I, you, know, do, do you know what I say? I wouldn't say don't bother. Never give up. If there's a chance, don't give up. But give it a try. Try it for six months or whatever, okay? Six months of your life is not a big thing, okay? Yeah. And see if it's going to, if anything is going to come for She's a child, as you said. Yeah. Um, so while we're having a child, she can't uproot her child. You know what I mean? And like, if it doesn't work, then she's left homeless over there in London. Do you know what I mean? So if he doesn't have that commitment, Whoever has the last commitment should really make the move, in my eyes. See, the, pro- the problem in with this email is they both seem to have good jobs. He's living just outside London, has a house, he's set down. Job, you can get a job. If you really want a job when you go somewhere, you can easily get it. It's different changing a job than it is uprooting your child and having a risk of being homeless. It's okay being homeless by yourself, 
Well, when you think about your child, you can't have your child in that position. Yeah. If he had a kid now as well, it'd be a different circumstance because it would be a bit more complicated. But the fact that it doesn't sound like he does. No, he doesn't. And it's no. all about his job. He can easily get a job over here. The jobs over here, there's loads of jobs over here, good paying jobs and stuff like that. So he can easily upload if he really wants to. He can upload his job. That's not a problem. Um, family is, or, family or is also an issue too particularly I suppose a lot of people don't want to move away from near their mum or their dad particularly if their yeah, family well, are older like yeah and that can be a problem I was like that I didn't want to leave me mummy. ah god bless her <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women are like that but like oh, but like men can be like that too you know I know I'm men not, can be very it's attached it's not for my mum looking after me it's for me looking after my mum it's <laughs> you know where Okay, well, but, yeah, you, no, but you're I happy just, now, Jeannie. You're, I, I know you met somebody else, obviously, and you're getting married. Yeah, right? yeah, Brendan. I'm getting married next year. And that. Congratulations. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah, like, it's just, I just think that, I just think that the way it is, is if she should give a six-month, eight-month, don't give up. And if, if she'll know herself. Everybody knows their own good feeling. If he, she doesn't feel he's not budging or anything else like that, then just let it go. You know what I mean? And try to find someone else at home. All right. Well, look, you know Gina, I mean? Gina, thank you. I'm sorry the relationship in Scotland didn't work out. Actually, no, I'm not sorry because you met somebody nice and you're going to get married, which is great. Yeah, me and Brendan are getting married next year. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know Brendan well. Is that Brendan <laughs> in the background there, is it? No, no, Brendan in it. Do you remember I was on about uh, Valentine's? Oh, I do remember. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, and yeah, he was working me. in the factory. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, 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 he worked in B&Q. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you were going to buy something special for Valentine's night, if I remember yes, right. Yes, yes, you remember. <laughs> well, he got some slag in some work and some of your listeners going in and looking and smiling. <laughs> 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 well done, Gina. Listen, your line is breaking up a little bit. Thanks very much for the advice. Let me go to Lorenzo. Lorenzo, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Lorenzo? Well, good. How are you, Niall? Good. Now, Lorenzo, do long-distance relationships work? Uh, it worked for me. Okay, okay. <laughs> so where? So did you come from another country to be with somebody? No, no. no. I, we, we basically met in the last year of college, okay. know, university. Um, then I basically, I knew that the plans were to come abroad to work. Um, okay. Obviously, at the beginning, I was kind of thinking Australia or US. Um, and then due to the fact that we um, we started to um, be together and some things, I, I definitely moved away from those two countries as the distance otherwise was was going to be um, too far possible. Yeah. Um, so then I came in Ireland in January 2016, and she was still in college. She graduated in 2000 at the end of 2017. So then she moved here in 2018. So I basically got a long, long distant relationship for two years. Okay. And and in that two-year period, did that put a lot of stress on the relationship? Well, it was a kind of problem in the way that she was still in university, doing exams, lessons, training. Um, I was in West Park in a, in, a, in a vet practice, and we were just two of us. So obviously, season, I mean, obviously okay. spring, impossible to move. Yeah. Um, if I was going to leave, I had to kind of give a kind of long notice because obviously we were just two of us. Um, I had to basically pick up, pick, decide if I was going to go away back home for Christmas or New Year's Eve because one of those two holidays I had to work. So it was kind of stressful. Um, 
But so what did you do? What do you do? Do you do you spend time on the telephone? A lot of time on telephone talking. Well, yeah, I mean, we were trying to uh, kind of phone each other um, nearly every day, or try to uh, use um, WhatsApp for, um, yeah. for 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 calls or. But technology has made that. I mean, long distance relationships, say ten or fifteen years ago, were very expensive because phone calls yeah. would have been expensive. Yeah, no, but nowadays, no, they, that's that's gone yeah. now. It's way. I think it's easier because you can see you can see the other person with a Zoom or whatever you, yeah. you can use or WhatsApp or anything else. Like so, yeah. probably the distance is a bit um, less distance. If you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. There's still the fact that you don't. You're not you physically not, with the person. Yes. Yeah, of you're not there with someone, um, mm-hmm. but with the fact that you can text or phone. Uh, even any time of the day, it's the distance is a bit less. Low. And is there ever the temptation, kind of halfway through that two-year period, of going, "Oh, can't be dealing with this. I just wish I was with her, and maybe I'd just be better off meeting somebody else." Is that temptation always there, just to give up on it? Well, it, it might. I mean, I, I honestly, I can't say that it, it happened or didn't happen because two years was now a bit far away. But um, to know if, if probably happened. Probably yeah. happened to have kind of that sensation of just really, yeah. I, I want someone, you know, if if I was coming back home tired and think, yeah, okay, I would like to have someone. You like to like, say to yourself and give but, someone a cuddle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you kind of have, you might have this that type of sensation. Uh, but then, as, as I was saying, probably a phone call was kind of doing the job like. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and long distance relationships can work out. It does take a commitment. It does take a little bit of extra sacrifice. Yeah. You know, and one person yeah. might have to do a lot of traveling, depending on who it's easier. I mean, one person might be in a different type of job where they can't travel as much or they don't have the time to travel, whereas the other person can uh, and yeah. you know, might, might yeah. have to go back and forward a little bit more than the other. So but it does take a lot of commitment and it can work. Yeah. 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 I think it's more it, it takes commitment in, in the way of holding <laughs> To hold on for, you know, the, the, the time when you will be together. Like, but then I think you will appreciate even more when you are together because of the fact that you don't see each other yes. so often. Um, of you course. To you need to make up for lost time. time yeah. You, yeah, you have to spend good time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, know? you have to make up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So instead I do. of, you know, going home and say, what will we do? I don't know. And you stay there, stare each other without knowing. When you when you meet up for real in person, you, you have a sort of busy busy schedule to go around or yeah. things or see people, and you know yeah. you try to um, get. So back so you're time. together now, Lorenzo? Yeah. Yeah, we are married. Yeah. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! So, yeah. so, what's the plan? Are you gonna? Are you both gonna stay in Ireland, or are you gonna go? Uh, you're from yeah, Italy, yeah, yes, yeah. originally. So the plan for the moment is to stay here. Yeah. So okay. We have the plan to stay here. Okay. Well, and what do you do? You're a vet, are you? I am a vet, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Whatever, well, ever stuck for a vet on the radio, we know we'll give you a call, Lorenzo. <laughs> yeah, if you need, if you need anything, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think we've talked to you before once or twice about it, Lorenzo. Listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate You're you coming up here. All right, there you go, Lorenzo. Said it can work. Two years. He spent away from his partner, who he's now married to, uh, because of obviously commitments that they had. Both were commitments and she had college commitments and they had to stay away from each other for two years. But they managed to get through it. But can long distance relationships work out? I got an interesting email from somebody here who's met somebody over the last year. It'd be difficult during the lockdown, but they managed to get back and forward somehow anyway. Uh, he lives in London. She was over here. They both have good jobs. She has a child. What did they do? 
And as I said, you have to set a date at some point. You have to set a date for one of them is going to have to do something. Uh, because that's just the way it has to be if you want to continue that relationship. The number is 87 It can be very frustrating. I know. All right, keep testing, keep WhatsApping number 87 Maybe you are currently in a long-distance relationship. How's it going? And does it work? Let me go to Roz. Roz, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How, how are you? Hi, I'm great, thank you. Good. Roz, does it work? Well, it did for us. Um, we met 1st of September 1995. Okay. We were on... Uh, two week holiday. Okay, so you were so you were living in the UK. I was, yes, yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, we obviously didn't have texting or WhatsApp or emails. No, that was a lot more difficult. Yeah, and so we would write letters every two days. Okay, and we would phone only once a week. Me one week, him the next week. Okay, and we did that until we got married on. The tenth uh, of May, ninety-seven. So, um, did you now, did you meet up at all in the two years? Did you did he come over to you, or did you go back over to him? Yeah, yeah, he came over every couple of months. Okay. And um, so my money went towards saving for the wedding, and his money worked on coming over to visit. Okay. You know what? There's something very romantic about the idea that you were writing letters to each other because obviously in 1995, technology didn't really allow for this. And even phone calls were expensive between Ireland and the UK. Very. Yeah. Yeah. So I still have all the letters and he has all my letters. Ah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and do you, read, do, you, do you ever take them out and read them every now and again? Uh, every few years or so, I'll have a look, Yeah. <laughs> So what uh, I mean, look, be, you had it hard because in 1995 yeah. it was much more difficult to conduct a long-distance relationship. Nowadays, yeah, it really was. Nowadays, people don't know how lucky they are. What helped, though, is the fact that we couldn't have these embarrassing questions face-to-face. Oh, okay. We were able to discuss absolutely everything in the letters. Okay. And we didn't even break up one time. And that was because, for me, a deal-breaker was about children. I wanted lots of children. He didn't want any. Okay. So we settled and I, I had one and nearly died and now I can't have another one because of oh, that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, uh, sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's worked really well. Um, and how old were you at the time? Uh, well, I met him when I was 18 and I just turned 20 when we got married. He was 23. Okay. It's our 25th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Congratulations. So it does work, is the point it you're does. making. It really does. As long as you have those hard questions, either text, letters, whichever, it's much harder to do that. And I, I suppose in some of the advice that I gave earlier on that the experts say set an end date. So you did that. You have, you have to set an end date, don't you, when one of you is going to make a move. Yeah, he actually asked if I'd go out with him whilst I was whilst I was there, you know, okay, pretty yeah. much straight away. Um, and someone had joked saying, you should go home, pretending you're engaged. Yeah. It really freak out your parents. <laughs> I'd say that, did And that, he right. actually said, well, I'd do that for real. <laughs> <laughs> and who decided who was going to move? I mean, why? whose decision or was it both? Was it a mutual decision that you would move to Ireland? No, he said he would happily move to the UK if I wanted. Okay. Um, but I'd lived in my parents' house for 20 years. I wanted out. Yeah. So I wanted out, out. 
Right, okay. Okay, so you, so you just wanted the change anyway. It was the best decision I ever made because being here saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, look, I, 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 listen, I, I'm, it was lovely talking to you. I'm delighted that you're celebrating a wedding, a wedding anniversary very soon, and congratulations, and I'm glad it worked out for you. It's good, I suppose, for other people to hear that that can work out. Mary, I'm going to talk to you straight after the break, but I have to go into a break. The number's 87 188 Mary, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Mary? How you there, Niall? Good. Now, Mary, if I remember rightly, we talked to you when we were talking about online dating and, you know, kind of finding the right person. But give give us your story for those who may not remember your story. What what happened in your situation? Um, in, oh Lord, um, when I turned 50, my eldest son, Andrew, he put me online to a dating site. Okay, now, now you, to, to establish, you were already separated and divorced at this oh, stage. Oh, yes. okay, yeah. 25 years almost. Yeah. Nine, 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 nine. No, just, just in case, just in case somebody was thinking to themselves, "What? Well, she was already married, and her son was putting her on dating sites." Okay, <laughs> so yeah. so he put you on a dating site, and up pops this Scottish fella, Donald. Oh, this Scottish fella, beautiful-looking man, Donald, and I was saying, "Oh, he's in Scotland, you know." So we started very traditional Scottish name. Can I point out, Donald? Yes. Stories, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, we were chatting online and phone calls and things for about two years but he had came over to Limerick yeah a few times you know and I had went over to Scotland for weekends and so maybe in a month we saw each other twice yeah for two weekends we'll say he come and I go over okay so we, we were dating for about two years and we got married in 2010 here in Limerick okay in the rest of the so I packed up my whole life here I was 52 when I married Donald, and he was 53. Okay. It was both our second marriages. So I packed up my whole life and moved over to Scotland. And um, and you were madly in love? Madly in love. Never thought it would happen. A whole new family. exciting chapter in your life. By the way, where, how did your children react to you moving over to Scotland? Were they were they oh, happy for you? Oh, God, yes. My two sons were thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled. And you found two love. Yeah. At time as well. Twin boys, you know, and they were only six months old. But yeah, the word they were happy out. Andrew, my eldest son, he had lived, he was living in Thailand at the time. Okay. So he came home and surprised me for uh, my wedding to Donald. Okay. You know, so and what was it like, by the way, what was it like walking down the aisle for the second time, so to speak? Nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? But, you know, I mean... Like that, you don't go down and say, oh, we're going to get divorced or things like that, you yeah. know. And was, he, was he wearing, by the way, was Donald wearing his kilt? Oh, he had on the coal, not with his fern and his skin do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was lovely, beautiful now. He really looked really handsome. Yeah. Right, so okay. It was a great day, lovely day. His family came from Scotland. He had two sons from his first marriage. They came over. And his man, who was 82 at the time, she's passed now, she came over here for our wedding. So it was a lovely day, Nile, lovely. So so how long did it take you then after the wedding? Was it, was it straight over to Scotland with the two years then from that well, point? I got married on the Friday and I moved over to Scotland on the Monday. Okay. All your belongings shipped over, everything, yeah. Yeah, everything, which was done beforehand, you know. And did Donald, Donald already had a property over there, a house over there? Yeah, he, he had a one-bedroom um, flat. Right. Over the 
beautiful Clyde. It was this gorgeous night. Okay, all right, know. okay. So but you were, we were set up. Yeah. House after that, you know. Yeah, it's not like so you were going to have. It's not like you're going to be having loads of kids or anything. Like that. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for that. Uh, we had a dog. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so life just couldn't be better. You and Donald were eventually together and married and living in your little your little yes. dream home and cl- over the Clyde. Yes. And, yes. and then, then, okay, twenty ten. Um, in the Nove- in the November. Now we had been on holidays in Ibiza in the September, but on the November in the November, Donald wasn't feeling too good, just playing his side, went into the hospital, and they told us that he has four to eight weeks to live, oh. that he had stage four cancer. Oh, your world, so was, your whole oh, world must have just come crashing in, down. In, oh, Niall, the hardest time of my life, honestly. But he was left home then, you know, for respite and things, so he passed away six weeks later. So, so in other words, everything was fine. He's had been away on holidays. Yeah. Everything was grand. He got mm-hmm. a bit, bit of a pain in yeah. his side. Went yeah. in for, you know, just to find mm-hmm. out what was wrong. And they yeah, told him wrong. he had four to six mm-hmm. weeks to live. Yeah. They said he was one of those people that his body never told him there was something wrong. Right. Okay. Okay. So he died six weeks later at home. You know, oh so he's the guy. He's gone about three and a half years now. And so, so, so when he passed away, I mean, gosh, must have been, that must have been a terrible, terrible time. Because he was so quick, shocking, the whole, because he was so well, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to be told that news, and, you know, we never done up our will or talked about it, really. And yet we should have done. Yeah. But that conversation. Didn't oh, that, by the way, that's that's a conversation that we should have someday. Should that no matter how well you feel or yeah. ne- how healthy you feel, she yeah. be hit by a bus tomorrow for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just I mean, don't know what the day the next day brings. Yeah, and, and everybody, everybody should have that conversation yeah. because the last thing you want mm-hmm. is a will to go into probate or yeah. to something to go into probate. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so everybody should have that conversation right now. If you're at home, right have the conversation yeah. with your partner, particularly if you're not married. Have the yeah. conversation with your partner. Whatever age you are, nine. Yeah, have know. the conversation. You just don't yeah. know what tomorrow will bring. And, yeah, and do exactly. it. Just go down to a solicitor. Takes you 10 minutes to write out your will and to get it signed yeah. off by your solicitor. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he wanted to be cremated and he t- said, you're going to go back to Ireland, which I did. Yeah. You know, so I had his ashes here in the house. So his wishes were to be cremated and then when I pass away, we'll both be buried together. Ah, that's lovely. So, real romantic he was. Yeah. He was. You, know. I, you miss him something terrible. I know, Mary. I don't oh, have to I ask do. you that. Oh, sake. yeah. So I have beautiful memories, Niall, you know. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, and I would totally tell people out there, no matter what age you are, go online. Take the chance, you know. Yeah. It's terrible, but take the chance. I took the chance, you know. And so. you found the man of your dreams. I did. I did. I did. Even though I only had in marriage eight years, just over eight years with him, but... It was beautiful eight years, mm. you know. And how yeah. are you? How are you now? I'm okay, getting my bad days, but not as much, you know. Not yeah. as much. I have a good family network, so that's great. And will and you, will, will you do it again? Family. Would you do it again? I don't think I would, Niall. No. I feel he was the one for me. Okay, you know, and I, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we should never say never. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be having a husband number three, God, no, 
<laughs> yeah, I know what, I know what you mean. Live with them, at least with the maybe. Yeah. So uh, what would you say to people who are in, currently in a long-distance relationship, which you were in for a couple of years, what would, you, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? I mean, that you know, it's difficult. You don't physically get to be with the person all the time that you want to be with them. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? What advice would you give them? Oh, Lord, just keep talking on the phone. We used to ring. I worked at night at the time. So, and Donald didn't work daytime. So we talked first thing in the morning before he went to work. We say last thing at night, and then he was coming over here, and I'd go over there, and just keep communicating, enjoy every minute, you know. Yeah. It's all a new experience, and, you know, so it's just fantastic. Just, you know, go for it, is yeah. all I say. And you know, it sounded like you enjoyed every minute of your relationship. Oh, I did, I did. I miss my family at the beginning now, yeah. I mean, you know. But, um, yeah. You know, so it was all good. And what was life like? Was was life in Scotland? Ireland. Life in Scotland was okay. You were adapting well to it, were you? Oh, well, it was beautiful, beautiful place, nice, mm-hmm. beautiful place. You know, the weather did the weather Scotland. didn't get you down because I know it's no <laughs> like Northern Ireland. The weather isn't great. <laughs> You're closer I mean, to the northern hemisphere. Remind you of the old days here when you had snow. We had snow. You yeah, know, snow. That's Scotland. But I just find since I came back, I find um well, I'm from Limerick. I find um, it's very damp. Yeah. It's in your bones. Yeah. yeah my mother used to always say that, bones. Mary. My mother used to say, I can feel the dampness in my bones. No, it's in your bones, you know. <laughs> in Scotland, you put on night warm for a coat and you'll find gloutness, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a, a shock, especially the accent. Oh, my God. That was hard to understand. Donald. Do- Donald. Great Glaswegian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. What was that famous song? Donald, where's your trousers? <laughs> <laughs> Mary, you, I'm sure you have some wonderful memories, and I'm so sorry. And I, I'm going to give you my condolences again. I know you were eight years yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm really sorry to hear, you know, that that's Thank unfortunately there was a sad ending to the story. But look, yeah. you have some great memories that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. I have. And Gray, I love your show, and I. Love your show. Ah, thanks. And Donald will. Donald probably listens up somewhere, wherever he is. He's listening. In heaven, yeah. Yeah, yeah saying, oh my God, she's on phone. She's on the radio, I'm mortified. She's an Irish. <laughs> Mary, lovely talking to you. Thanks very much Thank indeed for joining us. Have, have a lovely day. day, all right. There you go. Mary is saying they do work. It needs commitment. Keep at it. Keep talking. Look at her. Happened to her and she went off and moved to Scotland, got married, met Donald, got married for the second time. Moved to Scotland, had a wonderful life in Clyde. Looking over the Clyde, should I say, uh, from her lovely little apartment, her one-bedroom apartment with Donald. But sadly, uh, Donald got some very bad news and passed away within four to six weeks. My gosh, that's so quick, isn't it? It's just You don't know. And by the way, the one thing she did say there, which is really important, I say to everybody, because not as many people get married anymore, people are just partners now, is make sure you have your will. Make sure you have it. The last thing you want is your property and your belongings and everything ended up in probate. So make sure your partner is looked after and make sure you have a will. Really important. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.